Hello, everyone, and welcome to our second special edition Homecoming Houndcast. Today, we have Cindy Lewis Hart with us from the class of 1975. This year was Cindy's 45th class reunion from Moravian, and we're really excited to have her uh, as a guest. First off, how are you today, Cindy? Oh, I'm fine. Thank you very much. And yes, I'm kind of disappointed that we won't have a real homecoming this year, but I think this is the next best thing. Thanks, Cindy, for giving your introduction to all of our alumni today. Can you tell us a little bit about your Moravian story as a student? Oh, certainly. Uh, when I was in high school, I went to a college night, and my high school had it set up where you could visit with three different colleges. Of course, Moravian was my first and only choice, but I decided to visit two other schools too, just because I had to. So I met the Moravian representative and she was so upbeat and she had so much information to say about the college. She was a graduate of Moravian from the 40s, but she really instilled in me that this was the place I wanted to be. And I only applied to Moravian. I was early decision. I didn't apply anywhere else. And I know guidance counselors tell their students, you really should have a backup. I didn't. And I went ahead, applied to Moravian early decision. I was accepted, got that deposit in right away. And I was ready to go in September. That's great to hear um, that, you know, you were so passionate about Moravian and, you know, your, your admissions counselor at the time had a really strong impact. And, and I think that's still true today. You know, I think the cornerstone of a Moravian college education, especially as students kind of matriculate through the admissions process is for their admission counselor to build um, a formidable relationship with that student as they move through the college search process. Post-Moravian, you know, what did life look like for you after graduating? Did you start working right away, go to grad school? Did you stay, you know, local to the Easton and, and Lehigh Valley area? Yes, I stayed local. In fact, I moved back to Easton and I worked in the business field for two years. And then I ran into a friend of mine and we were just chatting about different things and I hadn't seen him for a while. So we were just talking about this and that. And then a couple of weeks later, I got a phone call from the director of admissions at Moravian. Okay. And I had, that's where I also had a, um, a work study position. I had worked in the admissions office as a tour guide I worked doing mailings, so I was there a lot. But I happened to uh, get this call, and he wanted to know whether I would be interested in an admissions counselor position. And I said, yes, <laughs> I would be very happy to be an admissions counselor. Um, so I got my application in, sent my resume, and I was called in for an interview. And at that point, I found out that I was selected as an admissions counselor. And I was very happy with that because I got back home. I got back to Moravian. Right. Moravian was like a home for me for four years. I was involved in lots of activities, social activities, academic activities, met a lot of wonderful people, loved the faculty, just loved the campus. And I could be one of those admissions counselors that I met when I was going through the process. 
And that admissions counselor was then the registrar when I became a student. Okay. I was then her colleague. And I had told her on many occasions that she was a really big reason that I attended the college, that she kind of just cemented that decision for me. Sure. I worked at Moravian from 1977 until I decided to move over to another school. But while I was at Moravian, I, uh, I was traveling in New Jersey for three years, from 1977 to 1980. That was my territory. In fact, that's where I met one of your colleagues, Pat Murray Hanna, when she was a high school student. And I can remember her at one of her school programs, and now she's working with you. <laughs> Everything goes a full circle. And then from 1980 to 1988, I was working the territory of the local high schools and I handled all the transfer students. But then between 1980 and 1982, I picked up my master's degree in counseling. And I knew at that point that I would probably move on to a counseling position. Wasn't sure when, what sure, I wasn't sure what kind of prospect it would be or what atmosphere it would be in, but I got my counseling degree, that was the main thing. And I traveled around the local area. In fact, I met your associate provost at that point too, Carol Troutman Carr. So another full circle. Small world. And they're both fr uh, Facebook friends of mine too. <laughs> so um, in 1988, I was selected as part of a national search for a director of admissions at Cedar Crest College over in Allentown. And I, I took the position and it got to be a position where it was very much of a business position. I didn't see students anymore. I got into admissions because I liked students and I, I had a, a good time advising them. And all I did there was go to meetings, do statistics, uh, do things that were really out of my comfort zone. I, sure. I wanted to be comfortable. So I decided to leave and called my former advisor at Lehigh and told him I wanted to uh, re-enter. And he told, he mentioned at that very time, he said, I was waiting for you to come back. So I went back to Lehigh and um, received my uh, certification in secondary school counseling. Okay. And once I graduated, again from Lehigh, uh, I had my certification and I took a long-term sub at Parkland, uh, Parkland High School. And then I uh, found a full-time position working with a middle school. Now, mind you, I had never worked with kids this young. I right. had great four through seven. Oh, wow. I didn't, I didn't know what to do with a fourth grader, especially when they come in and they're eye level with you when you're sitting in your chair. Right. But as it turned out, it was a wonderful experience because I got to work with kids before they got to that admissions end of things. We could work to get things solved, get things done, get things kind of together so they knew where they were going. I wasn't there to tell them what to do. I was there to help them decide what they wanted to do. And then I worked there from 1993 
to 2002. And it was hard to leave there because there again, it's a sm it was a small district, a lot like being at a small college. You got to know everybody. And I developed a lot of relationships with my students. In fact, many of them are Facebook friends too. And <laughs> then I moved to Nazareth area school district where I went to the middle school and I worked with sixth, seventh and eighth graders. I kept my students for three years. And as it turned out, I eventually, after many years, got to the high school. So I eventually worked with uh, ninth grade, 10th, 11th and 12th due to a retirement. And since I was the senior counselor at the middle school, I was offered that position to move up to the high school. And I said, yes, because this way I could also follow my middle school students right up to the high school. Right. So many of the kids I had for six years, I had them in, well, I had, yeah, sixth grade, seventh, eighth, seven years, ninth, 10th, 11th, and 12th. Some of them were happy about that. Some of them were not. Right. <laughs> because I, I didn't have them a long time. But um, it was because I used to work in admissions and see that some students would come in who had a lot of potential, but they weren't prepared or students um, could have just used a little bit of extra advisement. This way I could work in the trenches, get kids ready to go. And of course I had lots of Moravian things in my office. I mean, I was recruiting there. I had my pennant. These two things were in my office at Moravian when I worked <laughs> there. And they were also at my office wherever I worked in the educational setting. You're, you're a hound for life, right, Cindy? I am a hound for life, yes. So I appreciate you, you know, you talking a little bit about your experience in, in education. You know, how have you stayed connected with Moravian, you know, over the past um, 45 years? I'm sure it's hard to imagine, right? But how have you stayed connected as an alumna? And, and why would you encourage others to, to stay connected? Well, I stayed connected uh, in the first way would be through employment because I was there from 77 to 88. So for 11 years, I did lots of Moravian things. And I advised the cheerleaders because I had been a cheerleader at the college. And I worked with Dawn Ketterman Benner. With, we were co-advisors of the group. Uh, I also served on the alumni committee during that whole time. In fact, I think I've been on the alumni committee for a long time. <laughs> In, sure. various, in various ways. Right. And uh, when I worked in the um, other school districts, the, the public school districts, I was, I was still on the alumni committee. And that way I could help um, set up programs in this, basically back then it was uh, programs in the spring. It would be um, reunions in the spring for classes. So I worked with the, the um, development office as well as the alumni office and helping to plan those events. And whenever there was something going on at Moravian, I would make sure I would be there, especially if there was someone famous coming or concerts or going to Vespers or whatever it might be, going to some of the art shows. Uh, since I've been in the South, the best way I can do it is via email, or just staying in touch with what's going on on campus uh, via the website. 
but I have been the class reunion chair since 1995. So a lot of the things that I did, I was able to do while I was still at home. But since I've been down here, uh, I rely on some of the committee members, especially Bobby Dollinger Leiby and of course, Bob Gratz. We work together as a, as a team to uh, get things up and running because right. we feel it's important to carry on our class activities and to to show that we are fans of Moravian. We are hounds and that's the way it is. And we have a very strong following for our uh, class reunions. What do you like best about being a part of the Moravian community? And this is a question that Amanda and I ask all of our uh, Houndcast participants. What do you miss the most about being on campus? Um, and in essence, what makes Moravian Moravian? What's that secret thing that um, you think makes Moravian special? Moravian is a special place. And there are so many things that make it special. And I think the fact that I mentioned earlier that it's very much like a home. You feel like you're supported. You feel like you have people that are there for you. Other students, faculty members, staff, everybody works together as a unit. It's, um, it's the kind of atmosphere where it allows you to grow. It's not, grow it's not going up against you. It's helping lift you. And I think that's one of the big things about Moravian that I really loved and I really miss because I hear other people talk about their colleges. My husband, ex-husband is a Penn Stater and he mentioned a couple things one time. He said, did you ever have graduate students teaching your classes? Uh, no. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, did you, were you able to talk to your professors? after class if you didn't understand something. Yeah. And questions like that. His answers were so different than mine. And Penn State is a wonderful place, but it's a very different place than a Moravian. Sure. And he said that he was amazed that all those things were going on there. And he just didn't realize that. And I said, well, it's one of those things that it's, it's not a secret, but when you're there, you feel it. If you have a problem, I can remember I took a computer science class. Now let's think about computer science in 1974, okay? We, did, we had the main frame in the bottom of the science building. And I took it, I went out of my comfort zone because that is not a class I would normally take. But I said, you know, computers are a way of the future. I really should do this. Uh, I was having some trouble with it, and I was concerned about my grades. So I went to the, pro the professor's office. The professor that taught it was a chem professor. And he spent time with me, knowing that I was a psychology and sociology major. And he just, he explained things so well to me, and I said, I'm finally getting it. With that, a mouse ran across the floor. And he says, oh, don't worry about him. He's from that, that um, experiment down the hall in the biology department. I mean, it, it, was, it was home. Sure. And everybody just kind of worked together. So he was on his way to find that mouse that he was going to take back to the biology department. So I don't know what happened. But <laughs> I, 
<laughs> but it, it's just little instances like that that you think back. And I miss those kinds of things. I mean, we are who we are based on our Moravian education. And I think that's another thing. Um, what I am today is pretty much what I learned, what I experienced, and the kind of atmosphere I had to get me to this point. Right. The fact that I, I was able to do so many wonderful things, got into some great school district, met, districts, I met so many wonderful people, and I kind of missed that. So when I go back to Moravian, or when I write the check for money to Moravian, I feel like I'm kind of paying it forward. I'm letting Moravian know and other people know, and especially people that I run into, that Moravian is a really special place. And yes, there are times when I miss being in the dorms and having, doing goofy things with my roommates and my friends. Sure. And just, just having laughs and not having any other responsibilities except for being a student. And then those are the kinds of things you miss. You kind of reminisce. So when we get back together, which we will tomorrow night, we'll be Zooming together with my group from FIMU. And I'm sure some strange things that happened in college will pop up because they have been popping up. And, um, and then when we get together at the uh, actual reunions themselves on campus, we talk about, do you remember her? I know I know her now. Tell me, you, you live next to her. Those are the kinds of things. And, it, and it's nice to see people from other classes too. Right. Right. Yeah, people that we've lost, we've lost track of. In fact, I ran into some people the last time that I recruited and they came up to me and they said, oh my gosh, you recruited me out of, out of New Jersey. And I'm thinking, well, that was a while ago. <laughs> it was a nice feeling. So right. yes, those are some of the things that I miss. And then of course, I'm in South Carolina and I will eventually be moving back to Pennsylvania. Okay. Oh, I'm definitely moving back to Pennsylvania, even though I do love it here. But I am from Eastern Pennsylvania. My family and most of my friends are in that area. My family's actually been there since the 1750s. Oh, so wow. We go way back in that area. <laughs> so uh, I will eventually go home. And that way I can also get more involved with activities on campus again. And I think that'll be a nice way for me to get that feeling of being acclimated to the area and getting, just getting that hound atmosphere back in my system. Right, right. Not too far from hound land. Uh, and and I, I mean, taking advantage of all the virtual opportunities are so different, you know, than, than actually being here on campus and, and being here yes. uh, and, and experiencing things on campus and, you know, it's, so unfortunate that we can't offer our alumni the opportunity to be on campus during this time. Um, but, you know, taking, we've been trying to, uh, you know, provide alumni opportunities of getting involved virtually. Um, and I think it's been very well received as a whole. So, um, you know, we'd love to have you back on campus. I appreciate you being on, you know, the call here this afternoon, Cindy. And, sharing with our alumni a little bit about your unique Moravian story um, and what makes Moravian special 
uh, to you. And so for all of our alumni that are joining us this afternoon, uh, take care and I hope that you have a great rest of your afternoon and hope to see you on Saturday at Virtual Homecoming 2020. Bye guys. Bye-bye.